Tony, look! Class landing! Short round. Step on it. Okie dokie, Dr. Joe's home with your potatoes. Crying out loud, there's a kid driving the car. <laughs> Welcome to Back in My Day once again. I'm David Petrangelo, and we are joined by, I guess technically, or I am joined by, uh, our sort of first unofficial roundtable, because there's more than three of us in the room at the same time. So um, I'm going to go to the obvious next chair. Michael R. Power. We are also joined by... Wife Power. Wife Power, Mina, a.k.a. Mina, and... Welcome and back. Jordan Kerr. I'm Jordan back. Jordan Kerr is back. back. Awesome. And we got more of a panel here. It's not really a round table. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Actually, this table's sort of an odd shape. Yeah, it's not a shape that's in any <laughs> sort of... Uh, yeah. It's almost like an L, like a rounded L. Kidney-shaped, I'd say. Yeah. Kidney-shaped. Either way, whoever's listening cannot see this, so <laughs> this is just I agree. fantastic. Panel, panels, great. Yeah, just panel. picture a kidney-shaped table, and it's kind of like that. <laughs> That's what we're sitting at. How about that? Put your put yourself in our seat, or our shoes. <laughs> All right, so we got quite a few things to cover over the next couple of episodes and weeks here. Um, we're going to just jump right into it because there's so much. Uh, first up, just in the last few weeks or so, we had the uh, Video Game Hall of Fame uh, pick their next, I guess, inductees for 2019. Uh, a couple of obvious ones. I'll start with the one choice that I, I don't know anything about, uh, and I don't know that any of us do, and it seems like it dates back. It, lo- it seems like it sounds like it's a, um, a play on tape, I think, on cassette. It's called A Colossal Adventure. I don't really know anything about it. Sounds big. Sounds, <laughs> sounds colossal, even though it's just on, like, a cassette. So, I, I don't... Anyways, it's, it's, that's one of them. The... Other ones are the more obvious picks, I think, and ones that we can talk about a little bit more. Uh, Mortal Kombat is there. Um, they're leaning a little bit more towards the arcade version, but I think regardless, I think that's a bit of an obvious pick. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Super Mario Kart, I think also an obvious pick. In my opinion, something that probably should have been there before this year. And that's um, the original one. On that's the, the original uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, Super Nintendo. One. Uh, and then Solitaire. Which that's this year, solitaire. Yeah, this year was solitaire as well. So these—that's this year's induction. At, at the end of our talk, I can go through like the whole list if we want to and stuff. Um, okay, so let's start. Jordan, you're the you're the new one to the chair for this week's episode. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's been put in this? Well, year? first of all, I got to say I've never heard of the Colossal Adventure. Neither have I. Like at all. Like all of these games on the list, yeah. I've heard of. And most people have heard of. Everyone knows what Mortal Kombat is. Everyone knows. Well, everyone's at least heard Mortal Kombat. Yes. Everyone knows what Solitaire is because it's a it's a card game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Colossal Adventure, no idea. And it's on a cassette. It's on a cassette. Well, it looks like a yeah. like you put it in your like a like a cassette deck. Like it doesn't. How does it uh, qualify as a video game? I, uh, yeah. I, I could look further into it, but we're in the middle of a discussion. I want to be. The heard? 1974 Colossal Cave Adventure. There we go. That's the full thing. Was recognized for laying the foundation for a genre of fantasy and adventure games, despite having no graphics and relying on players typing through the computer. Okay. Like, oh, get lamp. So it was like one of those... Okay, so... Oh, it's almost like Dungeons & Dragons, but the Dungeon Master is a cassette. Yeah, yeah. So it's a very <laughs> rudimentary, old-school type. Yeah. Of, okay, so I get that. Okay, okay that's, lay, that's Laying cool. the groundwork makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Had right. you guys heard of the video game Hall of Fame before? Is it something? Yes, that's like, I have. Yeah, yeah. But it's relatively new, right? It's fairly new. So the it's a cool idea. Um, the original one was I want to say t- 2015 was the first one. It's only been on for a few yeah, years. So it's kind of fun because like every other Hall of Fame feels so old, and like, yes. we're around now while we're watching this Hall of Fame be built. And I don't think it has a lot of recognition now, but, you know, I bet you... Eh, 10, 15 years. Yeah, it will, you know. Well, when you look at what's already on the list, I mean, I'll go through, but randomly, you know, the very sort of unofficial first game was Space War. We have a Final Fantasy game. We have a Pokemon game. I looked at it and thought it was good. I thought it was Yeah, the first Legend of Zelda. Like, all these are obvious picks. Obviously, the first Super Mario. Like, all these are obvious picks that, for an industry that's fairly young, makes sense. Yeah, compared to, say, music or... Movies, yeah, and, and yeah, all that stuff. So, uh, anything else, Jordan, on the list that you're that kind of like stands out? Like, I mean, I guess the other ones are obvious, right? Yeah, it's really obvious. Uh, something like Mario Kart and uh, Mortal Kombat and Solitaire. Uh, yeah, it's it's the groundwork for so many different. Well, Solitaire is um, a card game, and yeah. Mortal Kombat. It's when you think of a fighting game, it's like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Those are the two that totally. comes to come yeah. to mind uh, yeah. when you think early fighting games, especially in North America. And, stuff, and for, for sure. a kart racing game, it's like Mario Kart is. Oh, that's that's like the main racing game for for like a casual racing. I'm sure anyone who's yeah. into like racing simulators is like, ugh, <laughs> Mario Kart. That's not realistic at all. <laughs> Kart wouldn't do ugh. that. <laughs> Bananas on the track? No way. <laughs> Why are they littering all over the track? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Unfair. No, but for, uh, yeah. yeah, you 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 ask anyone, it's like, oh, like what uh, racing game would you play if you had uh, the chance? Like Mario Kart. Everyone everyone knows how to play Mario Kart. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good list. I think it's kind of like what a hard job they have when the Hall of Fame is new, picking which ones go in, right? So I feel like these people which are, are much er- more these qualified. These are still early picks, right? Yeah. 2015 was the first one. And they obviously, you know, put a lot of thought into it because they chose Colossal Adventure, which yeah, none of yeah. us have heard of. So uh, I think I did look at not only this year's list, but all of the years, and I was like, yeah, they, they pretty much uh, well, it kind of it sets right. It sets the bar for what will be included in yeah, later Yeah, so the early ones things. are important. Yeah, yeah. 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 it really yeah. sets that standard. It's like, all right, if you wish to be in the Video Game Hall of Fame, yeah. you got to be as good as these classics. Yeah, that's I, true. I, yeah, on that's their good. level. That's a good point. Yeah, you set that level. And I think the, the early stuff, like we're saying these are obvious for the most part, these are obvious, but, you know, in a couple years, maybe there won't be a couple obvious picks. Like, games that we know of, but they pick for reasons that we never thought of before mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, the second like, you put some, like, kind of, like, not good, not as good quality game, then you yeah. lower the bar of the entire thing, like Jordan said, right? So they do have a hard job, but I think, yeah, they've picked pretty, either, like, super popular, super well-polished games or really, like, foundational Games that led that paved the way and yeah. led to the whole industry, which and would everything. be this colossal cave adventure. Yeah. Well, the, sure. the game may not even be that great for later um, installments into the Hall of Fame, but yeah. it could have like that cultural impact. Uh, yeah, like, as a uh, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, for example, or Solitaire. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is on that list, and that's one of those games when people. You say, okay, what's like, your favorite? What Final Fantasy game do you remember playing the most as a kid? And a lot of people will say Final Fantasy. A lot seven. would say seven. Yeah, I, I would. For me, it would be nine. But that's yeah. just because that's seven just is like the me. most popular one, and for sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it's got to it be. Yeah. In, it's in there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's the only one for me that I was just like, eh, I don't know. No, that doesn't surprise me. But at all. it doesn't surprise me. No. But it's just because that's one of the ones that never connected with me, which is I'm like one of the only people that would ever say that. So <laughs> they need um, to put in like you know what when was the first uh, first person shooter or you know what's the yeah. very first like. Uh, simulated sports. Uh, Doom's game, in there, right? You know? like I, Doom is yeah, in there. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. kind of like the first big right. FPS that would have been in there. Uh, 
Mina, what about any of any of the thought? I know we we've gone through in a, in previously that it, you know video games obviously aren't the huge thing for you, but uh, still, any any thoughts on these ones? I played some solitaire back in my day, but <laughs> kind of shocked that they had picked solitaire over Minesweeper, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like like we said before we hit record. It's that that's more of a game, yeah, or at least like, more of a video game than solitaire is. Yeah, I agree with Jordan. Like solitaire is a card game, like. I remember as a kid not playing it on my computer. I actually had cards out on a table right. setting up the You sound like my dad. Truly deck. dark times. <laughs> yeah. dark times. Kids won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you kids just won't get that. <laughs> but Minesweeper, or like there was a, a Windows like pinball too. Like those oh, were yeah, actual I forgot games. about that. So it's kind Those of are things like, that you can yeah. Yeah, like if Solitaire made it, why didn't like chess make it? Like chess came with the ones that came with the computer, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I would assume that Minesweeper is not far behind if it's not, yeah. You yeah. know, solitaire you can play with cards. You can't do Minesweeper. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You so can't, maybe you that can't does just make... play Minesweeper not on a computer. Yeah, well, exactly. You, you, you don't. <laughs> There'd that's be no not way a fun to do time. It. <laughs> yeah, you just rent a Minesweeper, go to some old landmine field, <laughs> <Yeah>. and start playing. <laughs> um, so, based off of this. Um, are there any games that aren't on the list so far that you think would be uh, good for let, let's say sometime let's say the next two years we can pick okay. one or two ourselves that whether whether we think they should pick it so or whether we, to we personally want to, yeah whether you if you had a vote what would you what would you vote for uh, Mike go ahead go ahead or so yours, yeah. yours is Minesweeper right. Would you no, have anything else? Probably not. No, not Minesweeper. <laughs> that was more of like a joke. <laughs> but it, but actually, I actually think it's a it's a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Too. Yeah, I think it's a good one. To be honest, to this day, I still don't really understand how Minesweeper works. Like, you think you get the dynamic of it, and then you go to click a square, and you're like, okay, no, I don't understand it at all. <laughs> I have a friend who's really good at Minesweeper, which is I yeah, I don't get it at all. Uh, it's all as, especially as a kid, oh, I would just click. Oh, as a kid, you had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I found out way later how to how to act actually calculate it and it's very hard it can be very difficult it's like so. a almost like a math game it is yeah it kind of is yeah you have to calculate where in the squares anyways um <laughs> is is there anything else mina that stands out or hard to hard to say it's hard to say for me i probably would just embarrass myself by throwing out a game so i'll do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> or or you know what we can come back to you if you have yeah, one that, yeah. that sparks okay. in yeah all right so i'll go i made a list of games so Ooh. Mike if I had to nominate as, 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 yes, as wife power says. I do, I do. He can take my two picks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, done. Deal. Um, so the, yes. the first game I would nominate, I don't think it's in there, would be Diablo 2. I think nice. that needs to be in there. One yeah. of the greatest computer games of all time. Uh, the Sims should probably be in it's there. in there. Oh, it is. That's okay. Him. I missed yeah. that. For the Sims yeah. 2. The Sims 2? Yeah. Sims no. 2. <laughs> my, my um, <laughs> I actually would, I think, one of the Super Smash Bros, probably Melee, because yeah. it lasts us so long, and it has such a, a thing around it with like the competitive scene and stuff. It's like melee is definitely the one that has. The yeah, melee is definitely the one. Do you think that's the one that they would put in? No, I feel like they would just pick the first one because it. Like well, we've they put Final Fantasy Seven, and they put yeah, that's Halo true. Two, I think, didn't they? So I don't know. Yeah, Halo One's in there, the first one. Oh, yeah. Halo One. Okay, so which those, I think makes sense as well. But. Okay, so yeah. Diablo Two, Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Or, I know okay. they have. But yeah, I still so maybe, think maybe later down the line they'll well, put that Ocarina one. Ocarina of Time brought Zelda into the 3D land. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And, 
it definitely deserves to be it, nominated it, for that. Yeah. And, yeah, it may just be later because they had Zelda, yeah. but it for sure deserves to be in there, yeah. And then this game, I don't know if you guys will agree with this one, but this is like <laughs> my out there one, Blades of Steel. <laughs> Hall well, of Fame. Well, for, for standout old school sports games. Because it's like the first hockey game, I think. It's one of them. I, I mean, mean, like they have the, the old Madden. One. They have the first Madden in yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I saw. The first Madden, um, and I thought, yeah. what's the like oldest, most popular like hockey games? They're still making hockey games to this day. I still play every single one. Yeah. So and they still sell well, I guess, and they're still making them. So yeah, that's what I said. Blades of Steel. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel I, like I get only Canadian that because can, I have uh, lots of experience uh, playing that growing up too. So um, that's a, that's a good one too. Jordan, you got got anything? I'm actually surprised that they don't have uh, any FIFA games in there. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't play sports games. But, but talk about a massive sports game. <laughs> yeah, FIFA is like one of the biggest games out there. Every yeah. installment is Every huge. Every single so, year. Before any hockey game would make it, FIFA Yeah, would FIFA would make yeah. it. I'm su- As it should, I think. I'm yeah. surprised that FIFA didn't make it, but yeah. Madden did. But uh, I don't know if Madden used to be more popular. Maybe. Or yeah. if it's North American-centric. It could be. It could be. I mean, it's based in, out of the U.S., but yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're taking that's into why. account everything. So maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, that's I, that's a good one. Actually. Yeah. For, I, yeah. I don't. I don't play uh, the FIFA games, but I would definitely expect that to be. And their standouts year after year, right? Mm-hmm. Like no matter what oh, they, year it is, yeah, they're they, and they're and they're always pretty darn good. Like even if you don't play them regularly, like you pick it up and you go, "Wow, this is like this is a a solidly built game every year." So yeah. I'm terrible at them. So am I. So am I. <laughs> Just, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. But that's neither here nor Score there. goals. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so FIFA, for sure. Um, Super Mario 64. Nice. Yeah. Or Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, that I was, second that. Yeah. yeah. Super Mario Galaxy is my favorite Mario game. Okay. Absolute favorite the Mario first one. game. Yeah, the first one on the I mean, Wii. I guess you can kind of incorporate both. But. Yeah, well, two is essentially just more of one. Right, uh, right. I never I, played I two. I just, I just played the first one. I never played the second yeah. one, yeah. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, yeah, I would go with Super Mario Galaxy, uh, one or two, but one one's the better one by yeah. a little bit. And, and because it's the one that did something different. Too, yes, right? so. it it did something very yeah, different. Yeah, very different, and, and did it really well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. it took it took something it. motion like you took motion controls and did something fun with it. Did, did that something wasn't useful super, with it. <laughs> well, it wasn't super gimmicky. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't played the game, essentially how you do your attack is yeah. you would shake the Wii uh, nunchuck and uh, Mario would do a little spin, which was an awesome way of doing little attacks. And yeah. you know, it was really cool. And it had an absolutely bonkers little story to go with it about saving galaxies. It was just, it was just a yeah. really out there kind of game and really fun, some great platforming. And... I'm trying to think if there's something another Mario one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, here, I'll, I'll, I'll and I think, and I think, and I'm not a big fan of these games, but I think it deserves to be nominated for just the sheer impact it had on the entire video game industry. Would be Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Was like you about that as impact, but I just, I don't know. this, yeah, like that, like that was the first like sort of like. In, in, modern Warfare say, into the and, modern version. I'll tell you why. I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that in because it sort of brings the. The bar the down. bar down because yeah. like I look, I look at those games as like the transformers of video games. Yeah, like the it's well it's they're just def- popular, but the but the quality is kind of well. It's not that they're bad games; they're just not our jam. I think. I mean, honestly, when the first and second one came out, I'm, like I played the heck out of those. Yeah, because the multiplayer was different at the time, 
Yeah. Right? Now it's become very samey. And exactly. Of course, so I think who, that's the pro- that's the problem. I don't think it's a bad pick. I, I totally I actually agree with you. I think that's not a bad I pick. I guess if the reason is like it revolutionized that multiplayer thing, then I well, Yeah, either revolutionized that. or it just had such a huge impact. Like what whatever yeah. whether it's a, whether it's new multiplayer or whether it's just the fact that it was a new version of a mm-hmm. first person. I mean, they have Halo in there, which I think is obvious too and should be in yeah. there, but um that's not yeah, that's that's those, those, those are the three I would pick. Two of them I, I don't even play, but yeah. I think they create just have created such a huge uh, impact in yeah. the gaming world that they do deserve to be in there. Okay, for that, that reason. And uh, then Super Mario Galaxy, I just love that game. Yeah, I think it's just quality. Extra vote there, right? Extra yeah. half a vote for me, <laughs> for me on that. If that was allowed, that's what I it second would be. that. Mario yeah, um, yeah. Well, even for Super Mario Galaxy, um, Mike and I actually played it from start to finish together. Oh, nice. So I don't know if either of you played the two-player version, but no. sometimes when you play those types of games, the second player doesn't really have that big of a role, and it's kind of boring while you watch Mario go through and do his level, whereas Super Mario Galaxy actually gave a very um, strong presence to the second character where you got to help Mario. Like, you could freeze villains for him, or you could help him get, like, the boost to do his jump. So it was kind of fun to play it. Yeah, you didn't just like sit there and watch. You were like, yeah. very active in the level. Yeah, being That's active awesome. and stuff makes. Yeah, it's true. You're right. Actually, this, that doesn't happen often enough, right? So no, no Mario game is done as well as Galaxy. No, and the then second player involved. Well, really, I don't know if any of them have had a second player. Like usually now, I think you can go through the level with just two people. But I mean, like one person, yeah, Mario, one person. Well, no, another it was role. Uh, it was the the Wii U version, uh, Super Mario World, that had like you could have four players. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. Was, but you're uh, still going through a 2D level, and you're still no, kind no, that was a 3D one. Uh, oh, Super that was Mario a 3D, 3D World, one. and right. it had four players that you could have, and that was really cool. But it right. wasn't the same yeah. kind of thing. You're, Not the same. Same. you're still your own character and whatever. It, help helping, but doing it in an active way. That's yeah, it was yeah, cool. yeah. That that makes sense. You'd I mean, point it, the remote. You'd collect the coins. You'd like freeze blocks, freeze villains. Okay. You'd help figure out the puzzles for the stars, and you could maybe get them a bit easier because you had help. Like it was right. cool. Oh, that's a good idea. I never. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. I didn't instead know of just that. throwing another person in there, it created something unique. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. There's no extra body in there, but you did something. Yeah. And again, motion control stuff that made sense and worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. unfortunately was. It was just one, one of the few, few uh, games that utilized motion controls and was not gimmicky. Right. And created right. like a really solid gameplay loop. Right. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, my first pick off the top of my head, I mean, if I really wanted to, I would say Donkey Kong Country 2, but that's just because I like it better. But the Donkey Kong Country game, like the first it, one. It's, one of them's probably. in there, right? Just Donkey Kong is it's in Donkey- there, oh, which no. was technically the first one that Mario was yeah, appeared Jump in. Man. Yeah, Jumpman. <laughs> yeah, Jumpman, yeah. So that's in there. So I think the Donkey Kong Country game, like the first one for yeah, Super the Nintendo 2D, and uh, stuff. Yeah, um, so that would be my my first pick. I was actually going to say Diablo or Diablo Two as well, like like you did, Mike. Um, Diablo Two uh, over the first one. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think of like that genre. I think mm-hmm. that will whatever. definitely be in there soon. Yeah, it sh- it should be. It's such a massive thing. Um, and again, another game that I mean, there, there's probably two, but I I again so similar to what you said with like Modern Warfare and stuff, but something that I don't play, probably never will, and all that, but Either Dota or League of Legends. Oh, League of Legends for either sure. Either one. That game um, is massive. Yeah. And again, yeah, I don't play it either, but that game, like yeah, there are people who pull. just play that game. Yeah, like, like they say, like if, I'm a gamer and they just play League of Legends. If World of Warcraft's in there and it's this big, massive, I only play that game and yeah. it's been, you know, 
So why not that? A lot of those you know? big esports so. games, I think, will make it. Whether League, uh, yeah, whether it's if Overwatch later sticks or around, Starcraft, those probably all. Well, that's another a thing. Spot. Something like Starcraft or League is a good or one. Warcraft Two, which I think was the big, like just specifically Warcraft Two or Warcraft or the first Starcraft should probably be in there too yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. Because those are huge RTS games. Or they could pick like a Red Alert game or something. Age of Empires. Or Age of Empires. Age of Empires 2. Age of Empires 2. Maybe Age of Empires before those because they came before, right? They kind of laid that foundation and stuff to those ones. Hi everyone, Dave Petrangelo here. Uh, just jumping in a little bit here for a little bit of a surprise. Uh, we have a, or I have at least, a video game review. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be provided a code for a game called Super Blood Hockey. Yeah, it's a pretty intense name and uh, somewhat intense game. And uh, I thought it was right up our wheelhouse for this uh, for this show and for uh, for us here at Back in My Day because it's a sports game, which uh, most of us are sports uh, lovers on the uh, podcast, but also at the same time, uh, we also have a game that is very, very retro in a lot of ways. I mean, down to the sound, which is the soundtrack you just heard there playing just before I jumped in again, and down to the controls, the way it looks, everything is so 8-bit and and to a T for a back-in-my-day type of game that it is exactly what we might be looking for here. So I thought it was a great opportunity to reach out to the makers of Super Blood Hockey and uh, and give the give the game a spin because now it is out on Switch. It was previously out on PC um, and there's a, a few modes you can play through like a franchise mode, exhibition, there's a really good tutorial of how everything works and why, uh, some challenge modes and as we've talked about in a lot of episodes before, Couch Co-op is definitely a big part of this game if you have someone to play it with. Um, unfortunately, in some ways, it's not really meant for kids because uh, the content, especially through the franchise mode in some ways, is pretty adult. Um, again, and obviously by the title, Super Blood Hockey, you can tell that it's very uh, bloody. You can actually adjust that, but uh, I, I would recommend o- older kids play it rather than uh, a little kid. Um, you're not busting out an old uh, SNES game, that's for sure. But that doesn't take away from the great fun that this game is. So uh, I first just jumped into a couple of exhibition games just to get my feet wet and uh, get the skates on the ice, so to speak, to just see how the controls feel and just see how everything works. Um, it, it took me a little while to kind of get the, the rhythm of, of the game going. But overall, it feels like an old game. Like it, it it's it Through and through, this is a retro game that was made today, basically, is what it comes down to, uh, in a really good way. I mean, this is something that um, the second the game starts, you can feel like you're sitting on your couch in the early 90s and late 80s. I mean, this is, if anyone played Blades of Steel, which we've mentioned or we're going to be mentioning in some episodes uh, coming up, uh, if anyone played Blades of Steel and the NES uh, back in the day, this is this is 
just what this feels like with the upped violence. So um, my, my I went through a couple franchise modes as well. Uh, basically what it is, is there's a pretty <laughs> pretty dark uh, setting for it. I won't spoil it. It is a little bit surprising. Definitely I was taken aback by it a bit. Um, but you you build your team. You pick a bunch. You pick a country you want to represent, basically. So there's you know Finland, Sweden, Canada, U.S. The obvious ones. Uh, some so uh, South Korean team. There's some non-obvious countries as well. And that just sort of places you in standing, so you can play against other countries. But you can name the team whatever you'd like. Uh, and then you just pick your roster based on some stats, and you go through game after game and day off after day off, and you upgrade their stats like skating and power and accuracy and fighting, uh, their robustness, which uh, has to do with uh, how easy it is for them to uh, fall down when getting checked, which is a really big part of the game. So there's a whole lot of stuff here, some RPG elements, um, some adult RPG elements for sure, which I also won't spoil and definitely will bring you into the franchise mode even more. Uh, all in all, though, the actual gameplay itself, I think, is a blast. Uh, the music itself, again, which you heard uh, just a few mo moments ago, uh, really brings you into it. The sound effects, all of this stuff is just, to a T, perfectly retro. So if you're really looking for that itch and you don't have an NES or SNES Mini, uh, or can't really get the cables going or the hookups going for those old systems uh, from the 90s, then I really, really recommend picking up this game if you're into sports. And even if you're not into hockey, honestly, this is basically a retro version of what the NFL Blitz games were, if you want to put it that way. I mean, I really think that that's what this feels like. Um, you know, the, the players have hilarious names. Like, I, I picked a Canadian team, and, uh, you know, the guy's last name is A or Poutine or Took, you know, funny things like that. Um, you know, little things like that it just sort of gets the comedy into the game as well, which really helps. Um, you're basically just trying to build up your franchise in the franchise mode. I'm in, I think, about the third, last third of my second season, which each season is about 15 to 20 games, uh, which actually takes a pretty pretty good good amount of time. And in between the games, you get to do your management and things like that as the uh, as a team uh, coach and manager. And then you get to play the games fully from start to finish. And um, it's really fun. It's, it's really fun. It's really tough. It definitely does get difficult. The first season uh, is a, uh, not a breeze, but it's definitely much easier. But the second season, all of a sudden, the teams just have way higher skill. Uh, they're rated much higher than you. Uh, maybe that's mismanagement on my part. I don't know. I'll go further back and I'll probably try another franchise again and see if that continues, that trend continues. But, um, you know, there's, there's uh, because of the blood hockey, I mean, every time someone gets injured, there's blood splatter everywhere. The hits are crazy. There's so many different hits and you sort of strategy to winning fights. When you win a fight, it's almost as beneficial as scoring a goal because that's how you get a man advantage through it, how you get on a power play, so to speak. And... You know, you'll get injuries that are just absolutely hilarious and are not real injuries, but definitely are ones that uh, uh, you'll you'll laugh at and chuckle at when you see. Again, fairly adult-oriented, some of them will have to do with your groin region, if you want to put it that way. Um, but they're they're hilarious, and they'll uh, they'll definitely get you through some of those tough games. Even when your guy does get injured, uh, you might get a chuckle out of what the injury is. Um, and that does actually make it more difficult because there can be fatal injuries as well, which means now that player's gone forever and you have to replace them, most likely with a player that doesn't have as high of a rating. Um, so all in all, Super Blood Hockey, I highly recommend. It's a fairly cheap game if you're on Switch and PC. Uh, I believe it's only around $20, so regardless, $20, $25, $15, whatever it is, 
definitely pick it up. Um, it's a great single-player game that you can, if you have it on your Switch, you can play on the go on the subway or the train if you're to and from work and get a game in there. Uh, really cool that way. Um, I've been doing that over the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, again, Super Blood Hockey, something I definitely recommend. Check them out on Twitter. Check them out on Switch and PC, and they will be having versions coming out for Xbox and PS4. Uh, I don't have the dates in front of me exactly when that's coming out, but uh, I, I highly recommend it, and thank you once again for the code that was uh, provided to us, just just to give everyone a heads up. That's how we got access to the game. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep playing it, and uh, I will let you guys know on Twitter and Instagram and all that about exactly how much I'm loving it. Uh, you can follow us on Day Back In um, on our accounts there, and we can uh, you can check out our, our my uh, hilarious progress in the game. Again, Super Blood Hockey. Give it a thumbs up all the way. This time of year, like we've mentioned in other ones, it's like it's so big for movies with a few video games sprinkled in between. But it feels like it's, every time I look up these lists and try and research and stuff that we want to talk about, like it seems like video games are are in the fall and oh, Christmas September, time. September, October, November is going to be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Releases. And like now, it's still like that now, but yeah. they're... they're there's a lot more happening in the spring and, and, and during the winter than there used to be. So uh, movies... It used to be, all, it used to be all loaded right before the holiday season, right? Yeah, exactly. So the movies are now starting this whole time of year, right? Like and, and middle of May, end of May stuff. So the earliest date we have right now, which was for us as time of this recording was just a couple days ago, May 16th, 2002 was Star Wars Episode Two: Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> next movie no um, <laughs> that's all that needs to be just, said just size um i rubbed my eyes just... it's it's the lighting right let's just say yeah. it's the lighting it's dusty in here um i think jordan probably has the most to say about this maybe you guys are the two um, star wars guys i'll let you star wars episode two yeah. is one of those movies that has so many good ideas and just falls on its face every step of the way. It just missteps constantly. You think everything is like, just like... Just trying to think, like, everything, even stuff that ended up being good could have been better. Uh, <laughs> it, it, was, it could have been better. It's like, oh, that was really cool in spite of itself. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah, I could see that. Is is there any, like, is there anything that, that if you watched it now or watched it, let's say, 10 years ago or something that you think, yeah, okay, I guess that was good. And that's about it? Like, is that as good as it gets for you? Or <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of, like, specific parts. Uh, anything with... Uh, oh, I, I'm going to say, first of all, the best part of yeah. uh, Attack of the Clones. Uh, Was the credits? Or? Uh, no, 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 the credits. <laughs> yeah, the credits. credits. When, uh, when, <laughs> when Obi-Wan is chasing uh, Jango and Boba Fett uh, through the asteroid field, oh, and yeah, he drops yeah, yeah. that uh, that bomb behind him, and it's like it, it's like a supersonic bomb, right. and the sound it makes, that's the coolest part of the movie. Yeah, which like, is similar the, to the... And yeah. it just like rips everything apart. Best part of the movie that's right cool. now is that sound. Or the... Or the the Jedi fight in the sort of Coliseum thing towards the end. Yeah, well, that, and that kind it's of introduced cool. uh, a lot of problems that I have with the prequels of just oh, yeah. creating like these insane lightsaber fights and just like just no because. one can do that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if I can't do it, Light they can't do yeah. it. Yeah, lightsaber blow. Like it's I, like here's a thousand lightsabers and they're all just flipping them around yeah. and not doing anything with yeah. them. I guess yeah. it was just kind of cool to yeah. see a bunch together. The, so. 
the romance scenes are the worst oh, thing. So cheesy. I've ever seen. So bad. There, uh, oh. I was actually rewatching all of the movies a couple years ago in yeah. preparation for um, Force uh, Awakens. Force probably. Awakens. Yeah. yeah, I rewatched them all uh, in order, and it got to, it got to the part where uh, what that stupid scene on Naboo where Padme and uh, Padme. Uh, yeah, all of them are really <laughs> bad. But, but Padme and uh, Anakin, like, I don't know, Anakin's talking about, like, how he His uh, lusts for her. Yeah. And it's just a really awkward. I got up and, like, left the room. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, I think I just went to the bathroom and then just, like, did busy work while that was happening. <laughs> came back and that and, scene was still and on. And I came back and uh, my fiance Natalie, she uh, hasn't really seen any of the Star Wars movies before. Okay. And she was sitting in the living room as well, uh, just doing her own thing. And, she, <laughs> and I come back and she looks at me and goes... I that was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> she sat through it. She's like, I now know why you left because that was horrendous. Why didn't you warn me? <laughs> I really kind of left her out to dry there. Just left her at the mercy of that terrible, terrible romance scene. Yeah, it was on randomly uh, just like a week or two ago, and um, I was I was just watching. It, it, I turned it on when it was in the middle of the movie, so I didn't even really pay attention to it and wasn't I couldn't even remember what part of the movie it was in because yeah. another one of those types of scenes and it was a little bit towards the end because I think it's when uh, I, I can't remember even what it was yeah, but I was like, it's so unforgettable <laughs> I was like geez it's just it is it's gotta be it, for me it's by far the worst Star Wars movie yeah oh far and, by far and by away. far the and worst it, and it, one it just all of the problems that the prequels have it just yeah. dials them all up to like 11 oh, yeah and, and like it's at it's worst yeah, 11 it's final time yeah, yeah. Um, okay yeah I agree I totally agree yeah, sad. <laughs> um, you know there's like Mina, these you uh, yeah, you concur. there's like I try not to be too hard on the prequels because I I, I know that a lot of people don't like them, and I think back, and we were kind of youngish, and so it's kind of like yeah. I did get something cool out of them. But it's a little unfair to poop all over them. I, yeah, I kind of get that. It's and, been and the- sure they're they're not. It's it's pretty easy to say that they're not amazing movies or anything like that. Yeah, but like if you like them, you like them. There's nothing wrong with no, that. No, where it's I'm going just... is like you. There's prequel like Defenders now, right? Yeah. And now you can <laughs> see Defending yeah. Episode One. I see parts of good. Defending Episode Three, definitely, but I don't think there's any way you can defend <laughs> this movie. Again, even the it, cool stuff is like even the cool I stuff is like could have done that better. If anyone tries to say it's not the worst Star Wars movie, I will question <laughs> their yeah, taste their, in their movies. Taste. Their sanity, um, yeah, and their sanity. And sure, there's cool things you can like cherry pick out of it. Like I didn't mind the Yoda. The Yoda no, that was, that was terrible. I thought it was yeah. horrible. Okay. Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> I always thought Yoda would be like this really mystical, like, and it, he was like, yo, Force, chill, like, super chill guy. <laughs> and then chill, he just yeah. like, he's yeah. like on a fucking, he's on caffeine. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, whipping around. Jumping around. Wasn't like episode three? No, it was no, episode he, one. And, th- and, and three. Sorry, not one. It was a two and three. Two but they, well, were, he did do it in three. Yeah, three, okay. yeah. He did it in three, but it was two where like he did it. And that first. was the first yeah, time. Yeah, it was the first time Yoda fought it. with a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. And I remember the, the build up to it and it being like, oh, Yoda's going to fight with a lightsaber. Like, yeah. that will never be taken away from me, but even though it didn't end up being very good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a spectacle moment sort of is idea. Is that the uh, I Hate Sand movie? Yeah, that's the I Hate <laughs> okay. Sand movie. That yeah. line will live on forever yeah. as the worst line in one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> um uh, Mace Windu, I love actually. Though, come on, he's yeah, cool. He's got purple I lightsaber. Mean, that's because he does not care. He's he's, so <laughs> he's there for a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does not care, and it shows, and it's great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. is true. That comes through. Um, yeah, way too much of like. Uh, I forget what they did, but they did something that really retconned it all about the trade wars and stuff and the clones. Like I remember them like. 
Yeah, I, I taking think... the throwaway line in Star Wars and using this movie to like explain it more and retconning it and just being terrible. Yeah, and just like it, you know what, it's just it's not a great movie, but I, I don't know. It's, it's oh, actually another scene that I think is absolutely excellent in the Clone Wars. Uh, no, uh, not the Clone Wars. Attack, Attack of the Clones. clones. Yeah. I might have said Clone Wars. I get those. Mixed yeah, up. I, yeah, I get. Them oh, mixed up. look at that! In my notes, I wrote Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write Attack yeah. of the Clones. Movie so unforgettable, we forgot what yeah. it's actually oh, called. Oh boy! Uh, at the very end, when they uh, have all the clone troopers marching out uh, into yeah. what is very clearly a prototype uh, um, star destroyer, and yeah, it's right. like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Nice, nice. Although that kind of brings up another big issue I have with prequel. We were just going into prequel bashing. <laughs> just for a, one point, I want to bring up, yeah, uh, is that the prequels really kind of half-ass it with the whole, oh, the clones are the stormtroopers, eh? Yeah. Uh, and they have like ships and like uniforms that are almost the same. Yes. But they're not. It's like, no, just give them the Stormtrooper the uniforms. You're not fooling anyone. It's not like a big reveal. It's like, oh, Palpatine's actually evil, and yeah. these are now Stormtroopers. Oh, and they have, like, not TIE Fighters and not Star Destroyers. Yeah, like, how they, cool would it have been? But they all do that, though. That's not the only, like, the prequels have that version of it, and then sort of the new movies. Yeah, I know. And no, I but don't I think like they were trying to like hold back the reveal of like these aren't the stormtroopers; yeah, these are different. Right. But they made them the outfits ninety percent the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. There's like, <laughs> oh, they're not stormtroopers, <laughs> but like, mm, <laughs> and and the big thing was the ships, where like they have yeah. they have not X wings and not yeah. star destroyers. It's like it would be really cool if uh, the good guys were like taking star destroyers into battle. Right, <laughs> that would have been That's super true, cool. Yeah, because then you're like, oh man, like that'd be a crazy. Spin, ne- yeah. yeah, next next movie, <laughs> they're gonna be the bad guys yeah uh, that's true it's just a, but it's, instead they just had other triangle ships they, they just kind of like went halfway there other, other pizza ships yeah ships. and it's like oh this is a not tie fire yeah that that drives me nuts yeah that's fair yeah that's it's fair. the hardest one to defend i think yeah i, I think it's this, this one in particular out of out of all the star wars movies for sure now in 2002 as a kid i loved it <laughs> as a well, kid that's oh, really? thing. yeah I, I think I remember I actually remember seeing it in I, I, for some reason I think it was in high school but I don't know with that year but I remember seeing we it been, been and early high thinking school, like yeah. this is bad and like making fun of one of my, my one friend who was yeah. like super I was, I was 11 Wars. so yeah. I would I was still in that age oh, where it's sure. like this is cool yeah. Yeah. big fights whoa yeah and then, Yoda! Yeah, whoa! <laughs> but it did take totally the the magic of that movie wore off uh, a lot faster than the what other a good movies. actor yeah. Hayden Christensen is. <laughs> oh my god! I wish I, I, wish. Well, I hate Sam too. Younger, I had no I had no concept <laughs> of what a bad actor was. Or, it's oh. true. No, it's true. I don't. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> wife, yeah. wife power. Any thoughts on the, the episode? No. No, not at all. Oh. That movie was very forgettable for me. There you <laughs> go. Right? I've seen it once, okay. and yeah, and I you're good. That was enough. Yeah, that I was good. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, I have also only seen it once. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, one time in wow. high school. Yeah. And I've, it's probably only been like three, which for me for Star Wars movies is very low. I'm not just like so. not really a fan of the prequels. Like I really only like the original trilogy, so right. I have no urge to rewatch those prequels. Right? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, okay, so 1996, May 22nd, the first Mission Impossible movie came out, which is big for me, for sure. M- Mina, you did an ooh. <laughs> oh, that's just a really big movie franchise. Yeah. So, like, that's a... 1996, and Tom Cruise still looks the same. Tom yeah. Cruise <laughs> is the... I mean, it. This movie was actually made in uh, 2016. No. <laughs> <laughs> it went back in time. Yeah. Um, this movie was, was big for me. I watched this movie a lot growing up and stuff. It's... 
I think you were sort of, I wasn't like supposed to kind of thing because it's like, you know, it's it's an adult movie, probably rated PG-13 or R or something at that point and stuff. But um, I mean, it kicked off a franchise that's like, like you said, it's just like insanely huge now. Mm-hmm. This movie is much smaller compared oh, yeah. to yes. all of those, like for multiple reasons, but. It was, it was more of just a basic, like almost like spy movie, whereas the new ones, he's almost like a superhero now. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's right. so true. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good point. Yeah. I remember watching as well, like for the yeah. first time and thinking like, same as you, like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this kind of, right? Yeah. And that makes sense at eight or nine years old. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. And those scenes, man, and I'm, that, movie, that movie gave me a rush. And I cannot think of Mission Impossible without thinking of like the James Bond because I was, I've said yes. this before, but I was like a much bigger James Bond fan. And I yeah. think those movies to me are always like those franchises to me are always like pitted against each other. And uh, I love, I have all those Bond VHSs and Mission Impossible came around. And um, now I think the Mission Impossible movies are like much better than the Bond movies. Like it, it does the spy movie so much, Quality spy action movie, movies so much better. better than James Bond does these days. That kind of makes me sad. But I do love those Mission Impossible movies. So, um, and yeah, I think Tom Cruise is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone can agree with if that. If we've learned anything <laughs> from the fact that this was out in 1996. He's like still doing his own stunts. Like, I don't know, oh, 30 crazy, years later. He's like, right? yeah, he's like 50. Uh, yeah, he's, that? yeah, yeah, he's yeah, up he looked, there. And yeah, great. he does like everything himself. And in the newest one, the one that just came out uh, last year, one of the scenes where he breaks his ankle or... Or yeah, it's like ankle or leg. Yeah, the leg. helicopter scene. No, the jumping. No, he jumps out of a window and runs on the roof. That was actually in the movie. Oh. Like they kept that in that th- because the way he falls, the take more, that he broke his ankle. Yeah, is, is the one in, is the one in the movie. That's yeah, crazy. and then they had to they stop the production for like whatever it was a few I weeks. But they got the crazy. shot. They got the shot. So what, what does he care? He just made two hundred million dollars. So yeah, exactly. I'll break my ankle for that. Uh, I'll just go to the doctor. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Uh, do you have experience watching this, Jordan? The first one, at uh, all, the or? first one I remember seeing on TV. Yeah, I didn't remember much of it, and it wasn't a franchise that I was like I watched a lot of. It yeah. was like it was one of those movies that would be on a TV, and I'd watch it as like a kid and be sure. like, ah, like this is cool. Like big, like I I was like young enough that I didn't really like care too much about the story. It was just a cool, it was a cool movie, right? Yeah. It just yeah. Well, they're, cool yeah, things they're all really, I mean, they're really cool concepts and things like that and stuff too. Do yeah. you watch it like the newer ones as well? Or? Uh, only once each. Okay. Yeah, it's not like I've rewatched these movies multiple times. Yeah. Like yeah, I think I've really only good. seen the original one uh, like properly. On like once. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I've, I've rewatched it like properly once. Right. And and like the thing is with the, with these, like Mike, you said with the James Bond one, I think some of the stuff that they have in common is that they're very, they have all these technology pieces in them, uh, aspects of the story or how they try and break into places and stuff. This one in particular feels way more dated than the other ones. Right. Because, not not just because it's 96, but just, I mean, I guess that is why, but like just the, the look and feel of the movie and how they use the technology is, it would be harder to go back to now, I think, because I watched it last year, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was on uh, one of the streaming services I want to I think see, it's funny because um, yeah the movies and the technology and it's, they're always about like their goofy gadgets and stuff and like <laughs> yeah. James Bond especially I, James Bond I was, yeah. no, I was thinking about this especially James Bond and it used to be all about like, he has like Q he has his gadget guy and everyone yeah. loves it and everyone loves the gadgets but Laser then pen. Austin Powers comes along totally takes <laughs> yes. the piss out of James Bond and then they totally react and be like we can't have the goofy gadgets anymore <laughs> it's too ridiculous <laughs> James Bond has to be all like gritty and only use his gun and this is yeah. the terrible new ones 
And Mission Impossible proves you can't have the stupid, goofy gadgets that they've always had. They've had those masks, totally unrealistic, totally yeah. goofy. I mean, they still have those every once in a while, but they do it in such a different way. Every movie they use them, right? Yeah. But they, but, and they still make a good movie and still get away with it and make it yeah. believable. So James Bond, please go back to the goofy watch lasers and gum... I feel like people Bombs want that. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want that. Just because it was made fun of. Just because it was made fun of. It doesn't of. mean yeah. that it's not a good idea. Yeah. It's, just, it's just something... Or it doesn't work for the movies that it's worked for before. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch after. And they, they've all been, like, insanely successful. So, um, let's see. So, May 23rd in 1984... Mina's going to have something to say about this, I know for sure, and so will Mike, was uh, Indiana Jones in a Temple of Doom. <laughs> oh, my favorite one. Yeah. Mike's favorite one, and uh, the reason why I bring up Mina is because for a long time, you said you never saw, was it all of them or just some of them? All of them. All of them. So, <laughs> I think in the past year, maybe two years, um, we've actually rewatched all of the Indiana Jones movies, because I never saw them. Um and they hold up like they're very good movies um the plot holds up like obviously the graphics compared to now like there's certain scenes that you could see like if you made them today with the visual effects that we have it would be different but they do hold up like it they didn't feel like old movies or sometimes you watch old movies and you're like well you can feel the the dated Aspects of a master it. of like of like practical effects, like did not needing digital effects to make it like believable, right? That's true. So, There's not a whole lot of that. Opening yeah. the ark, like, yeah, that, that, the that arc? whole scene. It's yeah. like it it does it shouldn't be as good as it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It and like holds te- up in a Temple fun of way. Doom for some reason still stands out as the one that like was. I mean, it's your favorite one, but uh, yeah, it, it always it always stands out as the one for me that was like the outlier of the three for some reason. Because to me. Maybe I just haven't seen it that much recently, but like it feels so different from the other two. But maybe I'm wrong. It it is a bit different. The reason it was my favorite, I should explain. Like it's probably not the best one in the trilogy. I'll give it that. But it was the only one I owned. Okay. Right. Uh, So I had VHS only that one. Yeah. So that's the one I watched over and over and over, and I loved. Um, it was actually a prequel, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I usually don't like prequels, so break my own rule there. Which I don't think that I realized until no like not first, because, because it doesn't really matter i don't think i realized that until we <laughs> it doesn't really matter and it doesn't matter no but we rewatched it they don't really do they make it that obvious other than like no, at the beginning they show the year the date, right? i'll tell you why it matters i'll tell you why it matters because we would just rewatch them in yeah. chronological order and the reason why it matters because <laughs> yeah. she he brought it laughing. up <laughs> yeah she brought it up because it's like the first one he reunites with the love the the girl yeah. from um whatever, Animal House. And then in the second one, it starts, and it's like, he's single again, right? And so it's like, where, and you were like, where is she? Yeah, of and course I pay attention to yeah, the Yeah, so story. they bring back the dude. Yeah. That's like why it kind of matters. Like, I just assume they him to be single it's again. an action movie. Who cares? They're just moving on to the next movie. Like, I don't know. I, I guess, guess that's so, what I assumed. But. I, know, I never thought of that. I just assumed that they broke up because that's, that's just what happens in between action I movies. Know, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, that's exactly what I mean, yeah. It happens yeah. in almost every single action movie. It's like, oh, the guy gets the girl at the end of the first one, and then, like, she's just gone from the second. And if, and if James Bond is any example, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? it's so true. And maybe, maybe if we're lucky, we get a quick little passing line, and it's like, oh, yeah, she moved yeah. on a while ago. <laughs> like oh, how we they... moved to separate countries, so yeah. how sad. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out, and then... She has a lovely family now, and (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think my, like, 
female perspective picked up on the fact that she wasn't just one of those girls that was going to go away. So at the start of the second one, when she wasn't there, I was like, this is kind of weird because they made it out to seem like she was his one. Yeah, they definitely do. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's kind of what stood out for me. Yeah, that's fair. It seems like the only reason why it was a prequel is so they could give him another love, love story almost. I don't well, know if yeah. that was the reason, but it's like almost seems I don't know that what way, the but... reason was because it, it, it doesn't seem to matter otherwise. Uh, they wanted yeah. they wanted Harrison Ford to be like sexy and flirty. Yeah, that's else. it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really what they thing. wanted. And it's yeah. because we watched them so close, like right after another, and it was right. like, oh, they, he just found his true love again, blah, blah, blah. Pop in the next one. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> um, was it one that, that you enjoyed, Mina, out of those out of the or three? What did you think of Temple? Yeah, what did you think of that one? That's the one with short round, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I yeah. liked it. I could see it being, like, for Mike, I could see it being his favorite when he's younger and mostly because of short round. Because it's yeah, the same that. idea that I talked about in an earlier podcast where when you have a kid in a movie and you're a kid watching a movie, you relate to that character a bit more than you would the adults. So when the Indiana Jones movies came out, obviously Mike was a kid at the time. So you probably liked that movie a lot because you had a character you could relate to more than Indiana Jones himself. That's true. I could like watch it and be like, wow, I can be an Indiana Jones sidekick. (laughs) I could be short round. I could be short round. He has a kid sidekick. Mike goes out and buys an old hat and old old button up (laughs) shirt and he's running around the streets. (laughs) Usually uh, when a kid gets added to uh, a movie, often with the sequel, uh, it it doesn't go well. But it did uh, go well for uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, so. yeah, and it went well for the guy that played short round as well. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone went on to a pretty uh, pretty good career recently, so <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, because usually adding a kid ups the cheese factor a bit too much. Yeah, and that's really, right. Really, really makes it uh, a bit too immature. But they yeah. struck a good uh, balance. But Spielberg for short is round. the master of the. Of kids, yeah. of directing yes. kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a huge. One part of the of worst it. examples of that is uh, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh lordy. Yeah. Added the first one's the, so good. Yeah, I added a kid to the second one, and oh, that, that was terrible. <laughs> that's so true. And, and then you bring in the Rock as a scorpion. Yeah, that was incredible. That's all. <laughs> that was the best part of the <laughs> that movie. Was the best part. <laughs> kid, worst part. Jordan can't deal with Yoda, but he can deal with the Rock oh, as a scorpion. Just, that was just so over the top. It was yeah, so over the it's top. It's true. Yeah, it's extra. We just. Just rewatched that and it was awful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's terrible. Oh. <laughs> I think back then it looked bad, but now it looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, back then it just looked bad, and now it looks comical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's horrendous. And then I guess they thought it was so successful that they, he needed his own movie. They had a whole franchise and everything, oh, yeah, but then they got those. rid of uh, Dwayne Johnson <laughs> after like the first Scorpion King movie, and they did like yeah. four others with without some him? other dude. Oh, as really? The Scorpion King. Yeah, I never wa- I watched the first one a lot. Um, <laughs> but but that's about it. That's yeah. all you needed, probably. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> all I needed was the mummy too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, so, uh, what is Temple of Doom for you guys? Um, like, what are your thoughts are, on are it? Are we ignoring the fourth one of Indiana no, Jones? No, no, let, no, no, no. Let, let's discuss uh, that. Like, if you want to, well, for well, for me, if you include that one, I I mean, I don't want to include that one because I think the fourth one is just horrible. I don't think the fourth one's trash. I, I think it's trash. No, we're, we're with you, yeah. Yeah, I think it has uh, a lot of good quality, and it really, uh, at first I was kind of like, oh, it's good, but it it feels a bit weird, and then someone pointed out to me, then they say, like, it's about the times, right? And, like, the whole thing with, uh, if you haven't seen it, here are spoilers, aliens, right? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's and like maybe Russians and aliens, mm-hmm. but it takes place in the 60s. 
which is like when that was all it's like oh yeah. we got like like the space race and like aliens you got russians doing russians crazy stuff, stuff yeah. in there Sputnik it's stuff not it's not the nazis anymore it's it's the russians and, that's fair it's a good and, point and they kind of doubled down on that because in the uh, uh the original uh, movies it's yeah. like okay they dealt with like various curses of uh of, well a temple of doom was if if anything stands out as a curse or I mean that's what yeah, it's about yeah and it's like right? you got like holy stuff or it's like well that's the ark of the covenant that just killed all those nazis right. and i mean the last crusade it's like that's literally a, like a holy crusader ghost mm-hmm. there and, and then it's like so it's not really crazy to think like oh and this one deals with alien artifacts and here's an alien i guess i guess because everything i mean for me and maybe this is an argument that other people would make is that okay sure you can say the holy grail is real or not like in real life whatever whatever the your belief is with that like regardless they're going like they're dealing with stuff that feels like they're sort of pulling stuff that feels real but then putting like putting a twist on it whereas like which is what they did in the fourth one yeah people <laughs> said I don't no think, they totally did because people I don't think it's in the same way it is because it there's is. all these myths like how did the aztecs build their pyramids with no technology back then yes, to align with the stars that, oh alien like you know what i mean that's aliens, always been yeah. around that myth yeah. has always been around. Knowledge and, from another world. And but, then they were just like, oh, wow, they, yeah, there's aliens. Crap. Yeah. yeah. And it's taking that to the extreme. And I also think well, maybe that... Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is the extreme. I, I don't know. I don't yeah, well, know. they take it to the extreme at the end of every saying, single yeah, movie. At the end of all of them. And it's just that this one was newer and... This is what I'll, this is what I'll say. Like, just like I was talking about prequel Defenders, like I, and I think my wife power too where you're like Indiana Jones 4 defenders at least yeah. I am like I actually I'm with think, you there I'm with you there I yeah. actually think because we didn't take long breaks like people did because we rewatched the three and when you watch them like the way I would define them is like live action cartoons like he's barely escaping by the skin of his teeth in yeah. every single situation the scenes for sure and it's yeah. just like going from skin of his teeth skin of his teeth and just luckily like going and that's the fun of it right and the new one the head better technology and, but he's still doing that through the whole movie and the Aztec thing the the Aztec alien thing is no more ridiculous than the ghost yeah. of a crusader yeah. right, being yeah. alive and the That's Holy fair. Grail. And it's no more ridiculous than pulling someone's heart out of their chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that especially. Yeah. It's just I think people hadn't really gone back and watched the original yes, movies before okay. seeing the new one. And they had that uh, kind of rose-tinted vision of what yes. it's like. Right. But the, the original movies, are che- they're, they're great. I love them. But mm-hmm. they're like super cheesy. And that's yeah. what it is. It's, <laughs> a, it's a cheesy adventure. And that's what uh, the fourth one is. Okay. I think part of it, too, to defend Dave's perspective on it a bit is I will say the first time we watched the fourth Indiana Jones movie when it came out in theaters, because I had seen that before I had seen the original three, we did not like it. Like, you have to admit, we walked out of the theater and we were like, this is a terrible movie. And then when we watched the trilogy, the first original trilogy, we decided... We should complete it. Let's go back and watch the fourth one. We know that we right. didn't enjoy it. Let's go back and watch the fourth one. And watching it so close to the other ones, I think, made us realize that maybe it actually wasn't that terrible of a movie. Like, we had this idea of, like, the archae- archaeological story, but then they made it, because it did take place in the 60s, they made it a bit more modern with the aliens and everything. So it... It fit a bit better when you watched it with the other Closer movies. Closer together and everything, yeah. yeah I, think it, I think it is a good Indiana Jones movie, I th- but like it's still the worst of 
Yeah. The one. So <laughs> as is, much as I'll yeah. defend it, I'd, I'll defend it as people saying like it's a terrible movie and it's a terrible Indian Jones movie, but it's the worst of the one. It's the worst of the four. Like that is worst clear. I gotta say yeah. the monkey scene was a bit much. And any <laughs> the yeah. reason that it's so bad is because Shia LaBeouf is just terrible. In it. <laughs> Everything is it's just he's awful in it. And um Maybe even the wrong pick, and right? The they could have maybe the, done it with... I don't, I don't the know. Aliens at the time. Actor, I think the Aliens at the time, because like we hadn't seen the Indian Jones movies, was like... And it like left that bad taste in your mouth because it happened maybe right at the end. I mean, I'll, I'll watch yeah. it again because so, I totally see we... Yeah, all, watch all it again and watch them all. saying about yeah. it and stuff, so I'll watch... I mean, honestly, I have the three of them in my mind like, constantly fresh because I have seen them... I wouldn't be surprised if I've seen them more than the Star Wars movies. I have seen really, those yeah. movies. Yeah, I have seen Indiana, all three Indiana Jones movies so many times, especially uh, Last Crusade, which I think is because it's my favorite one. But The other, the other thing know. that I want to say that people didn't like about it, the, the nuke the fridge thing. Okay, yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That was a bit so, ridiculous. Yeah. But I don't think it makes the entire movie terrible. That's what I'm trying to say. It, yeah. it makes it the worst yeah, thing to do. I'm going to rewatch it then. I'm going to rewatch it. See if you can ignore the... Nuke the Fridge, The Monkeys, and most of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it's actually a good movie. Just pretend Shia LaBeouf is there. If you can ignore at least a third of it, then it's it. It's not, not a really compelling argument, but I swear yeah, but it's, it's not as bad are, as you think. You guys are really selling me hard here. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. All right, guys, I'll come back yeah. in about two Works and a half hours. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, okay, guys, thanks very much. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll stop this one here, and we'll get into a few more dates. Lots of, honestly, I wrote down in my notes here, we're just getting to the start of it. Uh, in quotes or in a brackets here, the greatest day slash movie weekend ever, starting from when Mission Impossible and Indiana Jones came out all the way down to the end of May. The groups of movies in this spot are just insane. And like Ooh. everyone has seen them. And like, I, I think it's just like huge. Um, so we'll get into that next time. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. And thanks everyone for listening once again. Everything begun this Cold War has.